All right, three, two, one. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to Nerd Stuff with Ian 2.0 podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Ian. And today's episode, we're going to do a movie review on Zack Snyder's Justice League Snyder Cut. And just kind of give my opinions on it. I figured it's been about long enough. It's been about, Snyder Cut's been off for about, what, I think like three weeks now. Long enough for people to decide if you want to watch it or not. So, you know, let's kind of just get into it. I know before I start this, everyone's like, oh man, you haven't released podcasts for a while. Again, I, I there, there's been a lot of stuff going on. I finally got some time just to take a vacation. I took time from both work and for, from both the podcasts and from work and Officially, I am married, so I want to take some time to kind of, you know, knock all that stuff out before I want to do a new podcast or release a new episode and just kind of go forward with it. So I figured, why not take some time, do this, knock it out, and this just kind of just made the most sense. I will do one on Kong versus or Godzilla versus Kong, and then. I've got other ideas planned out later. So this way you guys are like, oh, okay. Like, I'm not forgetting. Like, I've got you. Like, it's a bunch of stuff that's going to come in. But let's kind of get into the Zack Snyder Justice League. The Justice League Snyder Cut. It's, it's, in a lot of ways, it's definitely superior to the original one, Done by Joss Whedon. It's superior in a lot of ways. And it feels like a very good story that needed to be told by Zack Snyder. So I'm going to list off the pros and cons of it for, for me personally. Like, if you've seen the original Justice League movie, you kind of have an idea. You know, Steppenwolf comes to Earth. He, you know, Justice League has to step up to battle him. And it ultimately kind of just alludes to Dark Side. This one, you definitely have more of a Dark Side forward character, and really and truly, you can tell Zack Snyder had a dream and what he wanted to do for his next two Justice League films. He wanted to really and truly set up a lot, and he did. Now, I definitely say. He did very well with setting up this film. You know, you can tell Man of Steel and Batman v Superman in a lot of ways. You know, they set up for what he paid off with Justice League. Now, with that being said, would I change my opinion on how I would have redone Justice League instead of doing, you know... Doomsday, I would have done, you know, Parasite, Parasite. Personally, I would have still done it, but in retrospect, when I really think about what Zack Snyder did with Doomsday and Batman v Superman, I could deal with it. I just wouldn't have made it a... I, when I think about it, it kind of just... It crappily works when you put it together with Justice League. In a lot of ways. It's not a bad thing when I say it like that. I should correct my... 
it works well when you watch the Snyder Cut of Justice League. When you rewatch all the films like Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, all leading up into the Snyder Cut of Justice League, it all adds up perfectly. It does well. And I think that's where, to me, the original Justice League film fell. It's because none of the stuff that Zack Snyder had set up, they didn't hit. And I think, unfortunately, there was a lot of things that led to us getting a bad Justice League versus this one, which is the Snyder Cut, which is, in all intents and purposes, a way better film. You know, the characters feel truer to their nature. With Batman, Wonder Woman, you get the feeling of she doesn't take anything from anybody. And they really set her up to be the powerful badass that she is. Now, you got to see how devastatingly powerful Darkseid was. Or Uaxis, depending upon what name you wanted to go with, go under, but it's Darkseid. And you got an example of how powerful Darkseid was. You know... You also got Steppenwolf that in a lot of ways, you know, it's the same character from the from the original film, but he was, the way they did it, the way Snyder had had him done, in the redone, the re, I guess, re-shuffling of the film, it benefited a character like Steppenwolf. Because he does now come off like a powerful first wave of, in a lot of ways, dark side. You know, he's a guy out there trying to get back to back to apocalypse. That's his that's his goal. And you can see that in this film. You also got characters like Cyborg who really got a dramatic you know expansion on their character. And same thing with the Flash, Aquaman and Wonder Woman. In a lot of ways I felt as though Zack Snyder did a great job with the side characters. Like Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Aquaman, The Flash. All four of them got a giant amount of development for the story. Cyborg, I think, arguably got the most, which was needed. And I feel like all the other characters, they got what they needed. And it helps them going forward. And to me, I I appreciated that. And I thought that was good. You know, I also liked the the final ending credit scene. You know, the the epilogue scene more or less. Where you see the dark future where things are gonna go crazy. Where Batman's nightmares, the nightmare sequence he's had in BVS, you know, it's it, you get it further expanded upon. And now it's even crazier, is you have, you know, Superman out there just, you know, now he's lined up with Darkseid. You're seeing a lot of things, and you saw an expansion with both Cyborg's vision of what the future could be like for them, and Batman still having the nightmare sequences. And to me, I thought that was genius for him to keep that in there and to pay that off the way he did. I will say, the Final Nightmare sequences where you get to see the Joker, Mira, Cyborg, Batman, Deathstroke, and who else was who else was there? Joker, Batman, Mira, 
oh, Flash, Cyborg, and Deathstroke. It was a very different dynamic for the team. It was interesting to see that Wonder Woman and Aquaman, Arthur Curry, died. Superman and Darkseid took them out. You know, Superman now is, in that sequence, about to just kill everybody off. It's very interesting. And in a lot of ways, I can tell Zack Snyder's main influence comes from the John Byrne Superman comics, the Man of Steel and Superman books that were done in the late 80s. You can, and even you can tell there's influence from Superman the Animated Series. You can tell Zack Snyder knows that concept. Did he jump far leaps on it? He did. But at the same time, I think it pays off for the characters. Because it's very interesting to see a future that very much could be, and that's alluded to, that Zack Snyder does want to kind of do that idea. Which, I'm not mad at. I like the idea. The only... Well, I'll talk about the things I'm going to call as cons for it later. But overall, it is a way better film. Than the, than the initial release. And I think if you love DC characters. And you love. You know what Zack Snyder was doing initially. And you've loved the f- other films. This will fall in your alley. Up your alley on it. And you will love this film. And it's worth a watch. Now let's. Since we did the pros. Let's do the cons. Biggest con for me. It's a four hour runtime. I'm grateful he did so much expansion on characters. You could tell like each character got its own development. He did such a great job with even everything he was able to do, giving Superman the black suit. You know, having Wonder Woman be the one that beheads Steppenwolf as they throw his body through the portal at the end, doing all that stuff. But the runtime. If you give me a four hour movie. You know, that's that's a lot of time for me to have to commit. And in a lot of ways, that sucks because I think true fans, like a lot, I shouldn't say true fans, a lot of people will sit through it if the story's good. And this happened to be one of those films. But I don't want every Justice League film he gives me a four-hour film. You know, there's certain things I wish he, he needs to understand. I shouldn't even say he needs to understand because he does. I would say before they do Justice League 2 and 3, which has been the rumors going on, and this is, do the de- now that he's done all the development in the first one, take that development and put it out into separate films. Whether it's a Cyborg film, Flash, Wonder Woman, they've already done Aquaman, we've done Aquaman and Wonder Woman, and Shazam. You know, let, the, let that character development continue into those films. You know, a lot of people want to see Zack Snyder take on Wonder Woman. Personally, I would too. I think his Wonder Woman is, in all intents and purposes, truer to the comic Wonder Woman we get than what Patty Jenkins is doing. And you can tell by how he treats her. And 
again, this I know this is the con, but I'm kind of reason why I'm bringing this up is it's one of the bigger flaws. Is you'll see the two different things. Is it's a con. Zack Snyder's Justice League cut gives you a definitive Wonder Woman, in my opinion. In the first two Wonder Woman films, and Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman eighty four. You get a different Diana. You get one that is, yes, more on the compassionate, loving side, trying to stop war, trying to, you know, instill, you know, hope and push women forward. That is definitely a feel you get. In Zack Snyder's Justice League, you get that feeling, but he does it in a better way. In a sense of, he gives you a Wonder Woman who is true to the comics and one that people should be afraid of. You know, she's not afraid to use the sword and shield. She's not afraid to take it to the enemies and send a message. That is definitely not what she's scared of. And definitely I felt like in Justice League, that's what you got. And it's not much of a con in the, for Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League, but a con for the DCEU. You know, they didn't build up to... I mean, I guess in certain ways, you want to give the character a more well-rounded sense. And it's not like she was ever really not that way. But I definitely feel as though, for me personally, I hope if they when they do a Wonder Woman 3, that Zack Snyder really has more of a hands-on feel to it or he gets to direct it i think he'll make it more in line with what the dc wonder woman really is and i think that benefits it and i think that right now is one of the bigger cons i have is that zack snyder's cut it fits but only in his version of the snyder in the snyderverse the other films, unfortunately, they're not going to fit as well. They're going to claim to fit, but particularly for Wonder Woman, she's not going to fit well. Like, Aquaman Shazam, I think they fit well because they're loosely enough in it where they had territory to go into, but they didn't drastically change the characters. If that makes any sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, just... It's in the sense of they had more wiggle room with Aquaman and Shazam due to the fact that there were films that they could be placed in the Snyderverse, but they weren't. They had room to grow. So did Wonder Woman from BVS. I think if we had gotten the Snyder, I think if we got the original Snyder cut, I would have been more curious to see. Would Wonder Woman 84 have been the way it is? That's just me. Uh, so, that that it, it's going to end up being semantics one way or the other, whichever way you want to look at it. Now, let's, uh, another con to it. This is just the overall feeling of the film. It is the superior film. To its original, the Josh Whedon, the initial theatrical release. 
It is the superior film because it's closer because it is Zack Snyder's vision of how the Justice League film should be done. But just because it's closer to his vision doesn't make it arguably one of the best superhero films or one of the better superhero films of the DC universe. It does, but I don't. When I watched it, I was kind of met on it. Like, I was glad that it happened. I think four hours, I think, took it out of me a little more. Because it's like I'm having to be focused on the screen, watching, trying to understand character development, trying to be focused on that. I think that in a little bit of a way, kind of, for me, made me not feel as enthusiastic as I should be for that film. Once I, once it was finished. The ending sequence got me extremely excited for the next. But, with that being said, like I'm saying is this. If DC went and told me they're going to do another reboot of their universe. In all intents and purposes, I would not be mad at it. I don't feel like the Snyder Cut at the end of the day was enough to... It gave people enough to want to see what his vision is. And shows you that he has a true vision for his DC, the Snyderverse. He has a true vision for it. But I don't know if that true vision is going to be as greatly accomplished if, with the things I've said, you know, you know, characters not being as the same in their other films. That needs to be something that needs to be reined in. Run times, reined in a little bit. You know, I don't want to sit through another four-hour film. You know, also, realistically, Snyder has a lot that he's done and put forth for it. But I want him going forward to be more of the guy that's... Yes, he focuses on the Justice League films. But kind of be what, in a lot of ways, Josh Whedon and John Favreau were to the early MCU. You know, they set up the next films in a lot of ways. Have them be the setup. Have them be forced to be this is where we're going. And I think that will benefit the DCEU. Now for why I felt for the film to me was still kind of meh is end of the day it was still the same story. You know, I think they did better with it. I think it was more enjoyable. But. Again I don't. For me. I'm invested in seeing a sequel. But. I'm not as invested. In this film. As I would be if. Let's say it was. A two and a half three hour film. And. I can be like, okay, I can justify that because it makes sense. I can deal with that. You know, it's a story. It knocks everything out. It does what it needs to do. This, I felt like definitely, there were parts that were elongated more than they should have been. And inadvertently, I think that hurts more than helps in certain aspects. And I think, again, like I said, I think it's more the runtime, not the film itself. That really gave me a meh feel about it and gave me the sense of, 
I'm not really gonna lose sleep over, you know, whether or not we get another Zack Snyder Justice League film. I love the DC Universe. I love what Zack Snyder's done. And I, I'll i stand by it. I'll still see the films. I love them, and I, in a lot of ways, I, I stand by my what I'm about to say is I love DC more than I love Marvel. But something has to give and change a little bit for DC to truly... Best way I want to put this. Get up there again to show Marvel that we are superior to you. You know, and I don't think Zack Snyder's Ju Justice League, the Snyder Cut, is enough to beat what 10 years worth of the MCU's building, everything else they've done, and what they're continuing to do. I know somebody's like, oh, well, if you had 10 years to do it. Technically, Zack Snyder's had the time. He's built in the films. It's just, unfortunately, when you look at it, I don't think it's going to be enough to be the critical and financial success that ultimately DC's going to need to... Make it an even playing field. And that's just the truth. Now, I don't want people to... After I've said all my pros and cons, I don't want people to be like, Oh, well, you know, Ian hates a film. Nothing like that. Like, no. I think it's a great film. I think it's a superior version of the Just Sleep film. I think it's better than what we initially got. And it is worth watching. But I see its flaws. I see... What's going to deter the common fan? I see what's going to deter, you know, friends of mine who aren't big into comic books, but like the superhero films, they're not going to want to sit through four hours. They're not going to want to, you know, deal with all that. They're going to want to be like, okay, well, this is fun. And some of them might fall asleep. And they're going to miss out on stuff. There is definitely... There's room going forward to make it better. And that's the thing that I'm grateful for that Zach's, that we got from the Snyder Cut is he gave us something that gives us hope in the sense of there's a <clears throat> better chance of things with the DC Universe with him in it making it better going forward. And I think that is the overall message I want to give from this. As long as Zack Snyder's in it, and he has influence, and the other directors coming into the DC Universe are willing to follow certain visions and see where they want to go, I think the DCEU will be perfect. I think the Snyderverse will be perfect. And I think DC will benefit. But if there's too much deviation, too much film runtime, you know, too much... Things that don't need to be as included as they should. You're going to recognize the issues become more and more glaring. And it's going to hurt your overall concept of your films. I'm not saying the Marvel, Universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe is perfect. 
But end of the day, they their stuff, they have an idea, they had the idea of building up to Thanos, and they kept the bow on it as hard as they could. And it stayed tight. You know, yeah, we had Thor Dark World, and we had, you know, that being the lowest. We've had other films that were not the best, like Iron Man 3 was not the best, in my opinion. You know, I think the Captain America film stayed pretty good. The first Thor movie, people, it was good. But again, the overall concept of Thor kind of was missed. It wasn't until Ragnarok that it got changed. You know, this, it, it took a while. Even the Captain Marvel film, I think... And I'll, I'll stand by my statement. It's not my favorite of the MCUs. I'm grateful it gave us scrolls, but it wasn't my favorite at the end of the day. <clears throat> so, I guess what I'm... <clears throat> At the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is, and what I said before, as long as Snyder Snay's in there, DC will flourish. They just need to have a consecutive dream. So, if people look at this and are like, okay, well, we see what he wants to do, I think DC will pivot, and I'm hoping they will pivot. Be like, okay, this is where we're going. And I think they'll be able to rival the MCU, but build it properly. That's just my thought. So, overall, if you truly love superhero films and you loved, you know, Sats, Zack Snyder's, you know, films and you loved his, you know, Man of Steel, BVS, and even if you loved the Justice League film, the one by Josh Whedon, and then you, you know, to its purposes, watch this film, you'll definitely love it. You know, I definitely think that it is his love letter. Because he acknowledges it. It's, a, it's his love letter to his daughter. And it's his love letter to DC. So, I suggest check it out. You guys will like it. But, you know, if it's not something you want to waste, put so much time into. I shouldn't say waste. If you don't want to put four hours worth of time into, then I understand. I'm not going to fault you on it. So, with that being said, thank you guys for listening. As always, you guys can always find me on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Podbean, wherever you guys listen to your podcast, as well as you guys can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and other stuff with Ian, Comics Amino, and you guys can always email me at, g- at nerdstuffwithian at gmail.com. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening, and uh, sorry I took so long of a break, but I kind of needed one. So uh, yeah, you guys have a good day, and uh, later.